Hey gatherers, it's Tyler. Just wanted to let you guys know that um, this episode kind of has some technical difficulties with it. We did travel all the way over to the Matador Cantina. There's a little bit of music in the background and a couple of microphones are having a little problems. The episode's fantastic. Our guests are amazing. I very much love this episode. So I hope you enjoy it. And let's start the show. Welcome to the 107th episode of The Gathering. We are, a group, we, are a, we are a group of geeks based out here in the, oh my God, it's alcoholic eggnog season, Southern California. And um, this is going to be an exciting show. Let's, let's, just, let's just jump on in. Yes, yeah, jump on in. We're on location at the Matador in downtown Fullerton, talking to some artists. It's a great time. Let's just, let's just take a listen. Yeah, all righty. Okay, yes, let's go. What, and the question of the week is going to be, what was your favorite Saturday morning cartoon? So introduce yourself and, and yeah. Uh, my name is Kyle Roberts. I'm a high school art teacher. And uh, my favorite Saturday morning cartoon. And you're making me go back. I mean, it can be I, current I, if you still dig Saturday morning cartoons. I, I, I do. I love Teen Titans Go. I will watch the Thank shit you. out of Teen so Titans Go with my kids. I love it. No, I love it. It's hysterical. <laughs> but if we're going way back, the Herculoids are coming to mind. Like, oh I really God. love the Herculoids a lot. And I also, Thundar, Thundar the Barbarian. Like, I liked his sidekick guy, like the... That's a solid choice. Is that his name? Oh yeah. Yeah, he was the Chewbacca of this. <laughs> Shit, it was just a knockoff. Is that what you're telling me? Jack Kirby designed Really? <laughs> All right. In 1996. <laughs> so that's the best part. It's like when you watch Thunder of the Barbarian, they tell you about this futuristic cataclysmic event. It was. In 1996. 1996. <laughs> some, sh- some stuff happened in 96, though. Dude, oh, nobody man. was really like optimistic about the 90s. Cause, like, Judgment Day for Terminator was 97. 96 was Thunder. Uh, yeah, no. Nobody was going to get to 2000. Yeah. Um, what about you, sir? Uh, my name is Dan Frega. I'm an Imagine Ninja. I try to do sort of uh, sneaky martial art approach to any task at hand. Um, I feel like this is a trick question. What was my favorite Saturday morning cartoon? And the reason why I say that is I grew up on a chicken farm. And Saturday morning... Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Oh, my God. And Saturday mornings, I had to do chores. But I was very fortunate that I helped a neighbor set up a, a garage sale. And his reward to me was this uh, battery-powered radio that happened to pick up TV audio. (laughs) So my favorite cartoon to listen to was the Smurfs. And the reason why I liked it so much is uh, I collected the little figures, I had the comic, and I I had a good idea of what the characters and the environments look like. So when I listened to them, the movie was in my head. So (laughs) it's the Smurfs. That's cool. Yeah. So what about now, though? Now I want to know, like, what you like now. I like One Punch Man. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, if, yes. Thank I you. don't know. I don't know. if It's not a Saturday morning cartoon. That's no. a cartoon for every day. But I, I will accept that answer. Yeah. Like, the, one Punch <laughs> Man is amazing. If anybody has not checked it out, the first episode, if it doesn't hook you, you're dead inside. Well, like, you know, I, I'm one of those people, like, you know, when there's an anime. Set an like, ultimatum. All right. <laughs> no. <laughs> when there's an anime, like, everybody loves and, Good like, swears you, by, like, you know, like, Sword Art Online and stuff like that, they usually turn out really crappy, and I, and I don't like them, but One Punch Man totally deserved it. That was one of the ones that lived up to all the hype, and I'm, oh, yeah. I'm very, very happy about it. Uh, what about you, sir? When I was a kid, I watched a whole lot of Johnny Quest. Good, good one. Show. And yeah. just, I, I loved it to death. I mean, like, that was Saturday morning, because like, you get those old Hanna-Barbera reruns. During the week, you know, I would wake up early enough to watch Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I would watch that every day before I went to school. Fuck, well, yeah. They wasted no time on that <laughs> show to reuse assets. Yeah. Constantly. Constantly. Even, even storylines. used everything right at the gate. Yeah. Um, okay, let's see. Mine. Uh, I would say this Batman animated series, which was awesome. Was that? No, I don't think that was Saturday morning. Are you talking yeah. about the Bruce Tim one? It was? Yeah. Yeah, it was on the well, WB, If you were growing right? up in the 90s, then, it, then, yeah, that's, yeah, then that's, that's, that's after school, 4 p.m.-ish, Yeah, I true. think. True. That's a solid fucking yeah. memory. I'm yeah. impressed. So yeah. I, because okay. I would get home from yeah. practice just Smash. in time. Yeah, so I don't think that's, I don't think that's co- constitutes as a Saturday morning. No, no, because so. it's like Saturday morning, they would do the Batman Superman hour. Oh, yeah. When I was, when I was growing up, at least. Yeah. Well, I, I was going to say Jackie Chan adventures were fucking awesome. 
I love that goddamn show. I don't know if you guys saw it, but it, oh, was, yeah, it yeah. was fucking yeah. solid, man. That was a Sony show. Yeah. yeah it it was, was just... It was Chap, Sam Liu, I It was think. crazy. It was Jackie Chan, like, horribly, uh, you know, doing voice acting. Actually, he got better as the show progressed. It was just his voice. It was just Jackie Chan being Jackie Chan. It was sure no, it was even Jackie Chan. It wasn't just some voice actor pretending to be Jackie Chan. I don't know. He would do those live segments. He's a pretty so, busy guy. Yeah, but he would do those live segments. They were just. So I don't think Mr. T did the voice of the Mr. T cartoon. <laughs> but let's be really clear that the cast of Star Trek voiced the Star Trek cartoon. Yes, they did. Dead serious. Even William Shatner. Yes. They got the shots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, and this is the gathering. Now join the gathering. Five, four, three, two, one, go. in the party, look at that body shaking that thing like you never did see. You got a nice package, alright. I think I'm gonna have to write it tonight. All for you. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. and then. If you want to be my lover... When you say it, it sounds dirty. <laughs> you got to get with my friends. See, Spice, Spice Girl is supposed to be so innocent, and yet not. No. No. Like, no, no. we were if so you, If you want me, fuck my friends first. Yeah. Well, Sporty Spice was pretty hideous. Yeah. She no. needed some help. It was all about baby and ginger spice. Sporty Spice wasn't. Too that. Nah. Mel C, come on. No, Got that's so Scary Spice. No, that's Mel B. Yeah. No. Mel yeah. B is scary spice. Yeah, Mel C yeah. is sporty. Oh, shit. And Victoria B. Mel B looks yeah, amazing now. Oh, I don't know that. She yeah. looks amazing yeah. now, yeah. Mel B. Well, plastic surgery. I actually saw yeah. them. In, in 97. In 97. Where? A place where I was the only one. My buddy and I were got in the beer line like instantly because nobody was buying beer. <laughs> you just got to waltz into a I wanted to get with her. I wanted... Uh, as predicted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, a, I'm a little shocked at the knowledge of Spice Girls at this table. Where uh, did you not? Hot girls dress? in short dresses. Yeah, I mean it was. Like, and the one was, that like, did athletics. Everybody knew about it. By athletics, you just mean high kicks occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. High kicks and lycra. That's all yeah. you need, right? I mean, it, it, you won't call Baby Spice. And then they made a movie, and she was in like lingerie. I'm sorry, but like that just kind of sticks. Like, it just does. Slam your body else. down and wind it all around. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, <laughs> probably should get to our topic. Well, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, we're the Drunken Quill Society. Oh, cool. Right. I was, yeah. was first about the final now. New Drunken Quill. Yeah. Um, we and like we're, to be called the Drunken Quill, but we're a society of, of uh, very like-minded folk. Yeah. So, um, so what is it exactly? It's just it's a. And then how did it come to be? Well, it came to be. Well, what it is? Let's let's go with uh, the order of your questions. <laughs> what the Drunken Quill is is it's a uh, place for uh, people that like to create to get together, or people that like watching people create, or people that are fans of creations to get together. Like comics and comics, uh, sculpting, illustration, concept art, writing. There's some yeah. people that are here just writing, you know. Oh, really? Uh, that yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, just because they're feeling the vibes. Um, it's too bad the podcast can't see things, but as I look around, there's uh, some Miyazaki <laughs> playing on I some know. big screens. We got some, Totoro got, playing. Uh, some amazing tunes being played by Crack, our DJ, uh, and uh, there are fabulous libations back at the bar. That people have. So really, what it is is, you know, like one of the things I remember as a comic book artist is it's a very isolated sort of thing, and you're all by yourself, and you're in your head a lot, and you're having to create scenarios, and you're having to visualize, but you're all by yourself. There's a solitude that can almost drive you nuts. This is sort of a, a let out for for people, and also a lot of guys here, drawing may not be their profession. Uh, but drawing is something that they like so much, and they want to be around other people that do it. Yeah, so this it's like is an a escape, man. yeah, exactly. So we do this once a month uh, on a Wednesday here at the Matador Agave Room in Fullerton, down beautiful downtown Fullerton. It's a great bar, and it's yeah. huge. It's a big place. Uh, and then, um, sorry, man, I forgot your other question. 
Oh no! We are and, lost. Uh, and how did it like kind of how did oh, everything the, come together? The, the impetus of it was basically there. There are um, places like that around. There's a drink and draw that's in L.A. and they've got one in San Diego, New York, Paris, France, and and all that. But um, I know that when I've I'd been to two. But I wanted to go to all of them, but it's really difficult with where I work and where I live. So uh, we decided to kind of make something like it. Cool. And uh, who did you make it with? Jason Woodward uh, was uh, initially um, who, who, who I just remember being frustrated. And I posted on Facebook, there should be a drink and draw in Orange County. Or we should make one of our own. And he, he was like, yeah, man. And a lot of my buddies that are in the similar, uh, finding similar, not, I wouldn't use frustration as a word, but it's like a, um, it's a drunken quill shaped hole, right? <laughs> like, the, the, I know a lot of guys with that, uh, and girls and, and people, and we just thought, let's do it. That's all, and uh, so, like, what, what else have you been, like, you've been working in, like, you know, this kind of industry for a while now. Yeah. So. Yeah. The, well, it's it's hard to, to lock down exactly um, defining myself. That's why I, earlier I said Imagine Ninja. I've worn many hats throughout my career, uh, whether it's been in print production, whether it's in distribution. I, you know, in comics... I've had almost every job. Oh, okay. And and pre-comics, I worked in uh, pre-press, helping make textbooks, the old school way with, with film and ruby lith and hand-cut oh, color separator. This was like 89, 88, 89. Yeah. So I worked in pre-press. I understood how printing works. Then in 90s, uh, 90, 91, I worked at a place called Diamond Comics. I worked in the distribution yeah. warehouse. Yeah, that place, and, Diamond. Yeah, that, Diamond. Yeah. Was it, uh, were you in Maryland? No, no. They, they have warehouses in every region. I worked at the, oh, okay. the one in Hayward. That was the Bay Area. Yeah. And uh, this is during when X-Men number one came out. I remember that day pretty well. That we Usually we would get two avians. That week we got eight, and most of them were X-Men number one. That was wow. a big day. Uh, but I worked Do in distribution. What, an avian or an X-Men 1? X-Men 1. I'm talking about the Jim Lee one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course I do. I have all five covers and the big gatefold one. What oh, are you talking awesome. about? <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm fucking crazy? Scoop of vanilla, scoop of chocolate. Don't waste my time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you God damn it, Tyler, you piece so, of shit. <laughs> I, I worked in distribution. Uh, I've worked as a writer, a penciler, an inker, a colorist, uh, an editor. I've, I've oh, done wow. that. Uh, I changed gears back in 2003 with storyboarding, doing uh, movies, music videos, commercials, did some second unit directing, eventually ended up in uh, animation, uh, completely by accident, did the animated <laughs> parts of a show on MTV called The Hard Times of R.J. Berger. Okay. And then uh, from there, uh, I got a, a lucky break. My friend Marge Dean over at Wild Brain thought I would be a good fit for the Ricky Gervais show. So I directed two seasons of that. Whoa! And then, yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I, I like that Yeah, 26, <laughs> 26 episodes. And then uh, did some pilots. And now I my, my day job is uh, supervising director at Mattel, making oh, okay. content. So Monster High, Ever After High, Hot Wheels, Max Steel. Uh, I'm... One of the creative minds behind making that stuff. Monster High is like this huge. Like I didn't know it was like such like a gigantic. Like, yeah. Like you're, you're not quite the target audience. You're not. I know yeah. that. I mean, if you were, it's fine. But like, uh, they have bronies, right? Like <laughs> that is the thing. No, I'm not. Yeah, they You know what but, they call the the guy lovers? Gonna ask, I gotta know. They're called monsters. <laughs> Are they really? They're for real. Yeah, <laughs> that's a legit community called monsters, and and uh, and. I, I probably qualify as one. I actually own a bunch of the dolls under oh, okay. the auspice. That Do you play with them, too? No, they're all in the box, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Those things are fucking crazy, especially the Comic-Con exclusives. Um, yeah. my, my friend Nicole, uh, you met Nicole, um, and uh, she when she goes to Comic-Con, so she'll just go straight into the line of Comic-Con. Those exclusives, those, let me man. tell you something about a little under, under the hood. The stuff you get in, like, Target, Walmart, when you buy a doll, it is, um, it, it's a compromise, Right. Yeah. It, 
it's a beautiful toy and the designers worked hard and the packaging people worked hard, but ultimately it's a compromise of the original vision. And what ends up happening is this thing called cost reduction. Yeah. They design the best version of the thing that they want and then it gets cost reduced to basically meet a price point and all that. The Based the reason, on materials? Materials, the cost of things in China, the profit margins, they call it P&L, it's profit and loss. Okay. And they, they, it's all on the system. But the beauty of the San Diego Comic-Con exclusives is none of those have been cost reduced. They are literally, the reason why they're oh, so wow. badass is because they're the full expression of the person that designed it. Huh. So that, that's, why they're, that's why they're so great. So I should start hoarding them is what you're, you're saying. I already do. <laughs> anyway, okay, Kyle, yes. you, are a, you are an art teacher? I am. Perfect. And uh, we may not, I don't know if you want to say the school, you don't have to. Um, it's so a great I, school. It is a good school. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So uh, how, how long have you been doing that? And This is my ninth year as a teacher. Wow. That is awesome. It's and been fantastic. How did you get into, like, so obviously you went to art school. And I did. I was an art major in college. Uh, did a variety of things in the art field and then just felt compelled to... I don't know, do more. Yeah. You know, my son was born and I felt like I needed something stable and <laughs> that's usually something, yeah. That's... So yeah, I, I went back, got my teaching credential, found a great job and it's been fantastic ever since. And um, when you do all that, like do you um, have you ever like taken like a student under under like the wing and like do you ever like kinda learn things with like through students? Because obviously they're kinda younger, so they are, but they, there's a lot of enthusiasm that comes with it that inspires the teacher and, and finding projects that engage them is just this ongoing process yeah. and, and moving from teaching drawing and painting to now digital art. You know, there's, it's constantly learning. Like, I don't want to do the same old tired projects, so I'm trying to keep it contemporary. I'm trying to find what uh, the kids would like, what will engage them, and what, for the small percentage that actually continue to study art after high school, that they're prepared, that they're not overwhelmed. My high school art experience didn't prepare me at all for college. I just got <laughs> yep. no, kicked in the nuts and blown out of the water. It was, it was frightful yeah and i wouldn't wish that upon my kids so <laughs> no, I, that's fair. I mean like i went to public school in southern arizona and all my art classes were were full of the stoners that didn't want to actually work for an elective yeah they were just the like, teachers just didn't give a shit yeah I, I just needed an art art uh, elective that's all i needed yeah so or choir oh yeah for us it's like choir and choir or art and i don't want to sing so pretty much what or band i don't want to buy a fucking trumpet Wait, did you, did you call it crumpet? Does it crumpet? No. I don't know. I'd like a crumpet. That Crumpets actually sounds delicious. really good right now. If you can play a crumpet, they're just good money. There, and it was delicious. Um, no, so um, so do you kind of use them as a demographic? Like, are you um, like, do you ever use them for like, like, like if you were to start up a web series or anything at all oh, whatsoever? Not necessarily. I like some of my personal work that I've shared with my students, and I and I've shared ideas for stories that I'd like to see develop. And like their feedback's always important, but they're not necessarily my target demographic for the yeah. art that I would make. The stoner and everything. I got. <laughs> no, well, th those would be, but not my students per se. <laughs> that would be true. <laughs> but no, I try. I try to keep it separate so like yeah. my personal artwork versus my professional work I, I do try to keep it separate there's there isn't a whole lot of overlap. some kids will find me on Instagram and that's fine yeah. you know and but but usually there's a delineation and I feel more comfortable that way yeah. but those that have me for four years that like they see my work and and we share and their feedback's important to me like yeah. I want them to think Especially. that I'm cool yeah. Like I need that validation. <laughs> my my kid my kid basically told me this week that I show I was showing her some artwork and she's like this person draws better than you, Dad. I'm like, yeah. They, well, she does, but the, well, the girl like, that does. That's nice. You're not going but, to college now. No. <laughs> Maybe she should pay your yeah. bills. It, it didn't hurt, but it was a reality check. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's fair. That's good. That's you know, to have a, the ego check occasionally, so you don't, you know, from a five-year-old. All right, so this is a question I ask a lot of people that have gone into an artistic field. When did you know that that's what you wanted to pursue? For, for both of you guys. 
Like when did you decide that you didn't you didn't want to be an astronaut anymore? You were going to oh, be an artist. Oh, when I I <laughs> wanted to pursue truck. it, yeah. it was um, there were two times. Two times, one was the whim, and the other one was the uh, galvanization of no turning back. I'm going to do it. Uh, I was about a uh, maybe eleven or so. Still on the chicken farm with the Smurfs. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yes. And uh, I started discovering that that people drew comics. That it wasn't like some machine. Because in my mind, no, when yeah, you're a kid and you fair. see like news brand hot off the press, and you see like the the printer doing the thing, and yeah. you think that that machine makes the news and makes comics and yeah. all this shit. And uh, I I started recognizing names, and I realized it was a job, right? And uh, then a couple years later, Frank Miller's Dark Knight came out, and there was this one particular cover that I was like, oh, this is awesome. I think I might want to do this. Which one was it? It was uh, the cover of number two, I believe. It was number two, where he's sitting there all grizzled and yeah. beat up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. For it's me, a good cover. Spider-Man number five, when he was all beat yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, it's that beat up, that beat up thing. And then, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's cool. It's Batman though, because it gets sh- you get to see that human quality of those superheroes yeah, too. Well, also, he it, drew especially in Frank Miller's like fucking like. You know, and yeah, like when you're 13 house. and you're used to Adam West and you're used to the yeah. sort of um, the one that's on your pajamas or the glass you got at Taco Bell, <laughs> like the Dick Giordano. Um, Neil and Adams did a great Batman, but but the, the one you're used to, this thing was kind of like, oh shit, this is crazy. And then the, 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 the galvanizing moment was at WonderCon 1988. It was the very first convention I'd ever gone to. Oh, wow. I was in line to and see... And WonderCon was my first convention. Was it really? Yeah, that's uh, right. Not 88. And we uh, got Wizards of Cockblock Forest. We yeah. did. We did from Devastator Press. Fantastic game. Highly recommend. Wizard of Cockblock Forest? Wizards, it's a We're D&D ripoff of Wizards. Yeah. It'll be on the show. We need, to see, we, need, yeah, we need to see this. We'll come back. We'll play. It's good. So, so uh, I'm in line to get Stan Lee to sign one of my comics, and I was really excited to meet him, so I drew him a picture. And as I'm waiting in line... The line extended into Artist Alley, so some of the line was kind of like going past a bunch and, of artists. And back then, they didn't have like a lot of all-star people. Yeah. So like, so yeah. like the ones who came, like man, those lines. Were yeah, crazy. yeah. I think they debuted like Star Trek: The Next Generation at that show. Holy it was like, yeah, shit. it was a great show. So, so I'm about 14, almost 15 years old, and I've got this this comic and this drawing I'm going to do, and I'm. Uh, in front of this artist table and a uh, guy a friend of mine his name's Eric Larson he does the dragon Eric Larson's yeah. awesome yeah he's great great guy uh, and uh, I started chatting him up because I'm standing in line yeah. waiting and I'm just chatting him up and, and noticed he was working on an issue of Hulk uh, over Todd McFarlane's layouts and we talked a little and uh, he, he had asked me about the drawing I had in my hand, and I said, I said uh, it's for Stan Lee. And he's like, well, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to give it to him. And he said, you know, he's, he's just going to throw it in the trash. And I said... Uh, like, well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I said... Uh, <laughs> Thanks for lifting my spirit, like, sir. <laughs> I was like, what? And he goes, yeah, he probably gets a bunch of those every time he does a signing. He's just going to throw it away. I said, well... He's going to want to keep this one. And uh, he's like, oh, how's that? And I said, well, I, I'm going to be a comic book artist one day. And uh, he, he... I can always, he, I can already see the damn yeah. uh, Frega movie. Yeah, so he takes <laughs> he takes a drawing, looks at it, hands it back to me. He says, well, what do you do right now? I said, well, I, I work at a pizza place. You were 14? Yeah. And you're working at a pizza place? Dude, I grew up on a farm. It was the 80s, man. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, the 80s, yeah. <laughs> I, I was working since I could stand. Uh, so he says, uh, I hope you're good at making pizzas because you're never going to draw comic books. Oh, fuck. What the fuck? Yeah, so, so, I, so if you thought Stan Lee was a dick, <laughs> yeah. guess what Eric Larson is? Yeah, so, <laughs> so, 14-year-old dream crusher. Yeah, so, so, but it was, it was like, I, I just remember looking at him thinking, first, my first inclination was to say, you ain't that sweet. <laughs> like, like I wanted to like insult him back, but of course I was still like kind of like, what did you just fucking say? In my mind and in my in my in my brain, 
all of the the connections went fuck this guy yeah he's wrong if it was like if it was like today like a kid would just be like oh yeah well i fucked your mom and then they'll just like <laughs> run away <laughs> like xbox live shit yeah yeah <laughs> i would i mean i i was a church going kid so i would have been all like i know your mom yeah. <laughs> your mother's a nice lady. <laughs> I know your mom. I've seen her in her unsightliest. Yeah. So that was the moment. That was the that was that was the, the galvanizing the, that moment. That was the did moment. You, did you give Stan the picture though? Yeah, I didn't. Nice. I don't Good know if you. he has it. I it doesn't Stan, matter. Stan's a funny guy. Uh you know, I heard that he actually keeps a, like relatively a, a good amount of them because he gets a lot of them, and I, from what I heard, he used to have like big uh, folders. I'll tell full. you the thing. I know what he definitely keeps. He keeps pictures of himself with celebrities. Oh, I bet. I was, I was, uh, I you was. Mean the guy who's obsessed with his cameos more than anything yeah. in this entire world. <laughs> I, I was very fortunate to visit him at his office about five years ago. And, Wait, uh, so like, wh- where was his office at that time? It's in Beverly Hills. It's uh, uh, POW Entertainment. It's okay, still there. It's still okay. there. Uh, and uh, it turned out he was a fan of Gervais, and it was like a cool, like, oh, you, oh, you, you. So I'm coming in. I bet they have I'm like coming the same to visit humor. you, and I'm not gonna have to fan out because you like the show, and I actually don't feel he like can fan out. Yeah. Well, yeah. He let let him. Oh, I'm truly believed all of that, or whatever he said. So, so you walk into his office and there's pictures of him shaking the hands of like ten presidents and like Jesus. pop stars and athletes and like his whole office is just covered. Is Abraham Lincoln one of them? Sorry, that was... I don't know, man. That's a <laughs> shot in the dark. <laughs> he keeps that one in a separate room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, that was that was it. So you didn't you didn't ask him if. He kept the drawing you presented him I in didn't, 1988. I didn't because I, I uh, here's a funny story uh, <laughs> about Stan. There was a there was a time I was working with this guy Rob Liefeld. And yeah, that that it, guy. It, nobody it, and uh, he 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 <laughs> and uh, a group of uh, other artists from the company were hired to do this thing called Heroes Reborn over at Marvel. This was back in '96. And uh, we all went to F- Philadelphia to do this press conference. It was Jim Lee and Rob and Bob Harris and Stan Lee. But and that was off when everybody else when that after the whole like it was after was, Image. Okay, that's yeah. What I thought. So they, it's called Heroes Are Born. Rob took on Captain America. Jim took on Fantastic Four. Wills took on Iron Man, and he drew the best Hulk. Uh, I digress. So Stan. Yeah, and Avengers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Jim. Yeah, chapped, chapped it. I ghosted a few of those pages, by the way. <laughs> uh, so, but Stan had a bit of a, a stomach issue that day, and I, I actually took it upon myself to like take care of him. I like, I kind of walked him back to his hotel room, made sure he got in there. Wow. To, to handle his. You're pampering Stan yeah, Lee. Yeah, that, yeah. So that's a bond. Like a lot of yeah. people who don't like aren't hired. Like don't probably get to get to have. Yeah. Should I hold his hair back. <laughs> it was, <laughs> I, uh, or his boxers back or something because it was a back end deal. So, <laughs> so hold the flap up. Hold so, the flap up. So I, I felt really bad for him, and I'm and I you know went and got him water and made sure he was fine. So I, I see him at a convention a couple years later, and I'm like, hey, Stan, how you doing? And, he, and he's like, hey. I'm like, uh, it's Dan Frega, man. Uh, you know, I, I, I worked for Marvel, and I, uh, I was the guy who helped you out in Philadelphia when you were feeling so good. And he's like, oh, yeah, I remember you. You were wearing a blue shirt and some beige pants. And I was like, and I'd be like, yeah, you'd think, like, wow, what an incredible memory. But I'm looking at Stan, and, and he's wearing the blue shirt and the beige pants. <laughs> he like looks in the mirror. I'm like, yeah, right. that's how I remember everybody so, today. <laughs> so, so I basically, like, at that point was, like, thinking maybe Stan is a little loopy. No. Yeah. What? <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I love Stan, but uh, I, 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 I. So anyhow, yes. when the opportunity presented the itself. Base pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I recall your pants being brown in spots. <laughs> <laughs> Enough said. 
Uh, there's like a requirement to hang out with him. You had to wear a blue shirt and beige pants yeah. just so he would remember you. Yeah. Uh, I'm never wrong. But I, I, after that, I realized I shouldn't ask him about any sort of like, hey, when yeah. I was a kid. Remember, hey, yeah. yeah. Remember when. But I, he did sign my How to Draw Comics to Marvel Way, which yeah. is the one that I had as a kid that my grandpa bought me. And I drew him in, uh, there was this series back in 97. They were, it was, uh, Marvel did them. They were called Minus Ones. And, and they were, like, stories, like, before stories, right? So, like, my story was a Peter Parker, Spectacular Spider-Man, Minus One. And it was before, it was before Spider-Man became Spider-Man. Peter Parker's, like, 10. And it was more of a story of, uh, Gwen Stacy's dad, as a detective but I did get to draw a cool moment where Peter Parker meets Norman Osborn at a science fair when he's 10 so it was cool but anyway I'm totally going off off the rails the first page of every one of these issues it was Stan Lee was the narrator right so I drew this splash page of Stan Lee sitting in a spider web and he's like oh, oh shit I remember those yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so I, I still have the original and I had him sign like hey Dan like Stanley, so I, I got that, but um, back to yeah yeah. So anyway, th that was the long story of how I got into comics and why. All right, all right. So same question. Um, I can't follow that. <laughs> Are you kidding? We just went on this 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 tour through the the, the annals of amazing comicness. I, I I have told people this before, and it's uh uh completely legit in in that uh, I feel like my whole life I feel like Forrest Gump and, and it's and it's not because of my simpleton nature it's because I've I've had interactions with greatness that I shouldn't have like I just I just happen to be there and it, it, I feel fortunate so I no, I, I do know that in 1988, I, I went to San Diego Comic-Con, and I walked right up to Jim Lee, and he signed my little convention book, and he drew a picture of Angel, like in 12 seconds, that I thought was the coolest drawing ever, Yeah. and walked up to Wendy and Richard Peeney, who did ElfQuest, Elf yeah. and oh, wow. they signed my book, and I didn't know who any of these people were until like 15 years later, and I'm just thumbing back through this convention book and I'm like holy shit like uh -huh. I can't believe like, <laughs> yeah. like and 14 year old me if only right well if you can go but, back who would you like to show your work to oh god um <laughs> in terms of like comic heroes like people that I I really loved when I was a kid John Buscema was like uh -huh. my my end all be all because I loved Avengers uh Mark Silvestri is still alive, but yeah. like him on X-Men like was very prominent yes, was. when I was a kid. And Paris Cullens drew Blue Beetle and Blue Devil for DC and Don't, I no. still like you should you should Google that and okay, your listeners I should. I love his style, I still do. I have a like a Blue Beetle poster like in my office at work and I just look at it every day and I just love his style. Alright, I'm looking how he cartoons is just fantastic. I so love Blue Beetle. those are my big ones. Ted Cord, right? Yeah. Like don't don't let's not start a fight like right now. You guys seem like nice guys. Alright, so nice. I'll give you I'll give you one that I think you can feel a little bit better than, than maybe Dan. Um, if you had to give advice to somebody who wanted to pursue art as a career. Maybe, maybe they didn't know exactly what they were wanting to do, but they needed that one gem of wisdom that, that would carry them through their artistic career. Would you be an Eric Larson, essentially? No, I, w <laughs> I, would, I would be the anti-Eric Larson. I am the anti-Eric Larson. You I, are. I, Damn, you got to get I that on a plaque, man. That's, I yeah. encourage the I hell out of my kids. I am anti-Eric Larson. <laughs> because it's, it's all about drive and passion yeah. and perseverance. And if yeah. you have those, that trumps talent like if even if if talent is even a thing and and i don't think, I don't think it, it is. is i don't think it is i think some people come to it earlier and they just take to it and they have that propensities so, and when you get to the point where you start comparing like that's where things go south for people yeah. like where you look next and you're like oh shit i can't draw like that comparison, like so i'm not going to draw I, anymore i think the comparison is the thief of joy it is yeah. it absolutely is yeah. and i tell my kids i'm it's like deep, bro. 
It was cool. It's not mine. It's not mine. It's not mine. I, I got it at uh, Panda Express. <laughs> the pan, the panda knows. Panda knows. No, the first day of school, uh, I always address my kids, and I'm like, all of you guys can walk, but there was a point when you couldn't. And it's not like you looked at the baby next to you that was already walking and was like, damn, baby, like, you can walk. I'm not going to walk. I'm just going to keep crawling or rolling. And yeah. no, like, you got up and you started walking and you fell and you fell and you fell. But now you can walk. And some of you can walk faster than others. Some of you can walk. Side. Some of you can do other things while you walk. But you can all walk. But, they all, so, but do any of them have that pimp swagger walk? Some do. Some yeah. do. But good on them. But that doesn't mean that you can't get that pimp swagger. Like, you can do that. My walk ain't pimpy. Damn, baby, you can walk. But anyway. Look that shit. That's a good, that's actually a really good one. Because it art is, uh, at least if you're honing your skill, it's procedural. It's built it absolutely upon, is. It's built upon successes. Yeah. Right. You know, it's just like swinging a golf your, club. Yeah, on your own. Yeah. yeah. You should write yeah. for Pan Express. I I could. I, what is what is Panda's version of Confucius? Yeah. Like I am that. Yeah. The panda say. <laughs> oh man. Should we go into the game? Yeah, we can do that. Um, Dan, do you have a, a gem of wisdom to share to uh, potential writers or uh, artists out there? Writers, artists. Let's see. Um, definitely, comparison is the thief of joy. The only person you should really be uh, aiming to beat is yourself uh, you're going to reach plateaus so always work outside your comfort zone if something is difficult for you it's a good thing um, if you're unsure of yourself just keep driving yeah and, and just it, there's a an Andy Samberg movie it, but I, I love the title it's the subtitle it's the the little title underneath it it's it's never stop never stopping the hot star no it's no, pop, it's pop star, star never stop oh, never yeah. stopping Duh. yeah but that's the secret of it is never stop never stopping and and um as funny as that sounds it, it's really where it's at um and also um use all the resources you have i i feel like an old man and when i say kids today kids today uh, but kids today have resources that uh, guys like Kyle and I didn't have when when I was uh, when I was coming up. We learned how to draw from how to draw comics the Marvel way. George Bridgman, Andy, Andrew Loomis, and Bern Hogarth, and that was sort of the, the extent of it. And they were library books or a book that you bought. I mean, you look at my copy of my How to Draw Comics the Marvel way. That thing was loved and used. But kids today, man, they, they've got YouTube, they've got tutorials, they've got, you know, resources, and they've got social media, and they can see a kid and... They've got the drunken quill. I have friends who, you know, would go to college, and they would, they would barely attend class. They would just learn everything on YouTube, and they would only go to class just for the assignments. And once the assignment was made, they would just walk out of the class because yeah. the teacher's not going to know their name. Yeah, you know, they just pass everything over to the right, and the teacher's yeah. never gonna know who they are. And uh, that reminds me of a joke. Um, this this uh, teacher said to, uh, to this guy, this guy, he says to the class, "You have one hour to do your tests, and when I say it's up, when it's over, pencils up. You guys are done. You have to turn it in how you do it in." So. Yeah, so, so this, the test goes on, the hour happens, and he goes, all right, everybody pencils up. Bring your assignments to my desk. And people start flowing in and putting the assignments on the desk, and this one guy is still f finishing, and then he finishes it up, and he walks up, and the teacher says, uh, you heard me. I said you only have one hour. You know, you can't, I'm not going to do your, take a look at your test. You've, you're failed. And he goes, the guy says to him, do you know who I am? And he's like, the teacher says, no. And he goes, good. And he, sti he lifts the pile up and sticks <laughs> it in it. <laughs> Everybody in the class failed. Yeah. yeah. I love that joke. Yeah. Um, um, all right, so we're going to play a game. We're going to play a couple rounds of a game called Movie, Movie, Star, Movie. Yeah. And we're going to go We're gonna go in a circle, and whoever starts names a movie. And the next person has to name an actor in that movie, and then the so, okay, so if Tyler were to say Star Wars, Kyle could then say Harrison Ford. 
and Dan could say Air Force One, and I could say, you know, Gary Oldman. Now, you didn't know until about... Because of Kyle. 45 minutes ago. Yeah, and then we would, we would keep going. And, and so Tyler would then go off my Gary Oldman, and we just bounce yeah. back and forth. And then right. the first, the, when he gets to you, and you don't, if you don't know the answer, if you don't, if you can't think of somebody else in that movie or another movie that they did, you could challenge the previous answer. Ah, and they like have that. to provide another actor or another movie. Why isn't it is. there like a, a beer bin, beer bridge? Sort of situation where, like, if you get it, you can't. You have to like take a swig. I was thinking we could do an elimination round. Yeah, I highly agree with that. I'm big fan of that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love beer. Should we do elimination round? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So who's gonna go first? You guys are the familiars, so you guys should start it off. All right. You know what? Okay, I'm gonna start it off. Um, Go clockwise. I'm gonna go. Don't don't hate me. Um, I'm not a big fan of this movie, but Art School Confidential. I've never fucking heard of it. I have seen it. Maybe, but, um, maybe I should change it. If you can't no, think of something, I think I think I know an actor. Just give me one second. One. Shit. <laughs> Do you want me to give you a hint? No. John Malkovich. Yeah, it okay. is. Okay, that's a that's a good one. Okay, yeah. uh, Red. Bruce Willis. I'm gonna do Die Hard. The Harry Potter guy. <laughs> I know, also known I know. as. And he passed away this year. His name is Alan. Alan Rickman. There we go. Harry like Potter. It. Oh man, you're trying to <laughs> let him win. You could have gotten that. You would have. You probably would have eliminated I'll him. I'll take Emma Watson. Wait, right. what? Oh, he did oh, Harry, Potter. Harry Potter. Got it, got it, I'm going to ask for a movie. It's yeah, just... yeah. Now you can't go Harry Potter again. Like do no, another one. Burned it all. Yeah, okay. you're burned. Yeah, burn them all. Oh, there's like a billion of them. So. Eight movies in one. Yeah. Three good ones. Sorry. Emma Watson. Oh, Emma Watson. Uh, can we do something that's coming out? Yeah, it's a movie. Perks of a, Perks of a, wallf- uh, Perks of a Wallflower. Perks of being, being a Wallflower. Oh, okay. I don't even know what that is. It's a movie. It was a book. It's a good movie. It made a, it was a, a movie. movie. I challenge you back. Oh, uh, Ezra Miller. Oh, okay. Fuck you. Who? Ezra Miller. The, the new Flash. Flash. He's the new Flash. Sorry, right, I'm out. Actor. You're in. Very so you get actor. to lead. I'm gonna watch. We'll do it. We'll do a new round. We'll do another round. That was a big stall out, man. We got us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> Hermione Granger. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, what do you do? All right, all right Tyler, you won that round. You give us another one. Okay, um, I'll start off with. Um, you can be an actor this time if you want to do that. Nah, I'm gonna do something. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> um, okay, let's start. You know what? Fifth Element. Because this music sounds like something from Fifth Element. Well, no, no. We we got, we got to eliminate everybody. We have to have a winner. And then no, we'll no, do no, no. Round. You want a round? I'll just keep going. All right, fine. Okay, yeah, we'll just do that. All right, so I'm gonna Mia Jovovich. Uh, ultraviolet. Oh, ultraviolet. Oh, God. You're a that dick. was a good one. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be able to. You wanted, you wanted. You do that? That wasn't Scarlett Johansson? No. Oh. That was Mila Jovovich? That was Mila Jovovich. No, wait a minute. It yes, wasn't? it was. Ultraviolet, look it up if you need you're right, to. You're right, you're right. Um, Scarlett Johansson was, no, because uh, Charlie Theron was in, uh. Was Eon Flux. Scarlett Johansson was in Lucy. Oh, that was a terrible that was fucking the movie. Shittiest movie of all time. Um, Not really. It was a Luke Besson movie. So it if was. We're gonna go full Man, circle. but he was. It was, but it was not a good one. Stop yeah. the one with a tight. No, so uh, he's, gonna, he's gonna redeem himself. Nothing next year. was worse than. Um, um, oh God, damn it! Who did Godfather and? Uh, fuck, what's his name? Francis Ford Coppola. Did you see Twixt? No. Oh fuck! That's I like the that. that was like the biggest like drop off of quality. Anyway, go ahead. You know, I'm. I'm thinking ultraviolet. We're a me. We're a me with ultraviolet. I would challenge. We're seeing. I'm seeing ultraviolet, but I'm actually only thinking about Anne Flux, it. and I'm still in a weird head space. I don't know so, anything. So, uh, no, I gotta challenge you back, Dan. Dan, he is challenging you, sir. Can you name the next person? Can you name another someone per- else in that movie? Yeah. That movie. I cannot. <laughs> so that's Eric, why I said it. So Eric won. All right, I'll take. Uh, I'm gonna start it with. Let's do uh, let's do something kind of fun with some options. Let's do um, let's do Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Um, John Boyega. 
Black guy. Where do you go yeah, from that? I know Fuck it's the black guy. What cool. else has he been he in? He did a fantastic movie directed by Joe Cornish and Edgar and uh, written by Edgar Wright. Attack the Block. <laughs> I love that movie so goddamn um, much. So is gonna challenge back because nobody knows Little anybody kids. else in that movie. Oh come on! There's somebody in it. I've never really seen big. it. I know what it is, but I've never seen Edgar it. Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright people. I didn't even know it was John Boyega until. Simon Pegg. Was Peg. Was, it, was Simon Pegg no, in the movie? No, uh, you said no, Edgar Wright. Right. I was no, gonna say Nick Frost. Yeah, it's the a other good guess. one. Solid guess. I'm, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a loser. I'm a loser. I've never you seen the movie. You can challenge it back because I didn't oh, see yeah. Attack the Block. I, I had, got, I had someone well, in my he ear. He knew the answer. <laughs> he knew the answer. I guess Kyle. I guess Kyle got that right. Yeah, what yeah. else is? Oh yeah, I guess I could have gotten it. I throw it back at you. But I'm who, also who trying to win, sir. Attack the block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kyle. With, hey man. With, with, I, I, th- I throw it back. I can't. I'm throwing it back to you. No, but you can't. But I just did. You did. That was magic. There are no rules. This is prison. This is prison rules right now. I was hoping you get Nick Frost. Yeah. No. <laughs> Since he didn't get it, do I do I get to start it? Yes. Yeah, start one. Amadeus. Oh, oh my God. Oh, I know one. Anyway, go I got ahead. I got fucking nothing. I've never the guy, seen the guy from Parenthood. Wait, who? Not helping. No. The, the, the you, younger you brother. Are you in challenge? No, yeah, I got, I got nothing. Yeah. Challenge give me give me an actor uh, from Amadeus. Uh, uh, F. Murray Abrams. Yes, he was. Oh, he was I would have said Tom Hulse and screwed somebody else over. So yeah. does it go back to you or him? Well, no, that, I lost. That was that. that was, oh, you lost. That was right. the game. That was that. All right. So it's a uh, one, two. How about two. playing a game that has, like, pick a movie that has stars yeah, in stop it that people to, know. Stop trying to well, beat that's people. The, that's the thing. We, we did. Like, do we want this can, game to be fun? Can, can I tell you the Why Vegas? Here's the Vegas game that we would play. And it's it's in this lines, but if that game we just played was chess, this is checkers. And we've been drinking. Let's do it. We have been drinking. Did the lighting just change or am I? having a stroke. It's basically, yeah, the lighting did change. Okay. If I say it's, it's basically, it's the last, you could either, it's the, it's called the last letter game and you do it with movies. So if I say, uh, yeah, yeah. And be wary of the wise. So I won't use a Y Y movie, but let's say if you say I got, I got like three, I think. Yentl. Yeah. That's, That's the, the only the, one I can think of. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Yentl. Yeah. Goddamn. Uh, but uh, you use the last letter of the the movie said. So if I say something like Tootsie, Tootsie, you have to you go with an E. All right. Uh, I let, Tootsie with a Y. For, no, it's an E. No, I E. Fuck you, man. Um, about, watch some I'm fucking sorry, Tootsie. I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm offended. <laughs> you motherfucker. You don't know you're cross-dressing comedian? What the fuck is wrong with you? Um, I'm going to say... Um, I'm going to say Elvis. Elvis is Was that a movie? Body. Elvis is a movie, yeah. Ooh, who's in it? it about? <laughs> so Elvis. Turns out. Elvis, Elvis Costello. <laughs> you have an S. You have an S. I have an S. I'm gonna nice, go, you have a nice S. I'm going to go with something that we uh, talked about last week. Something's got to give. I, I am stupid. Right. So there's another E. Aragon. Oh, oh nice. nice. Well done. Uh, you put a horrible movie. Yes. <laughs> no retreat, no surrender. Nice. R. Dolphin. Or no, um, Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I want yeah. Romeo plus Juliet. What? Yeah, okay. from the 90s. T. Um, it, does T start with uh, it has to be a, a V or can I do oh, anything else? Oh, T. Just a T. Just T. V's a T. All right, a I'm going to do uh, I'm gonna do, uh, man. Um, gotta find something that's good. Um, you know what? I, I talked about it earlier. Uh, Twixt. Twixt. It's so a that's T. A D. So it's One of the T. worst fucking films. Uh, Twister. No, it was a D. No, it was it's a, still T. a T. Twixt. Oh, oh, Twister. Uh, Twixt. Uh, oh, so you've okay. got an R. Beat the Twister. Twister. So you said Twister? I did. Yeah. Robin Hood. Oh, God. Okay, so D. Um,. Colin, Prince of Thieves. Doom. Oh my God. That would have been um, better. M. <laughs> yeah, M. Uh, I'm gonna do Maltese Falcon. Nice. Solid. You got Great movie. End. You got an end. Uh, never say never again. So another <laughs> end. end. Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, um. Now you see me. Elephant Man. Motherfucker. Another okay. N, dude. Uh, Elephant Man. Uh, N. I'm going to say, um, never say never. I just he said did that. that. And never mind. Never say never, again. never say never mind. I guess that's, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that might be a movie. No, you said never say never again. That, that's the James Bond oh, that's yeah, yeah, the title. Yeah. Um, I thought that was like part two. No. <laughs> it has an again in the title. 
Um, um, no Country for Old Men. Another N. Nixon. Another, Another N. N. Oh, Holy shit, shit was, that's like I was actually praying no ends. It's a Goocher. Oh, I can't take that. <laughs> I can't take that. Uh, never back down. Oh Another God. fucking what? N. Um, never back down. It's like movies from the 80s that are kind of kung fu-ish. Right? <laughs> okay. We're just passing the ends down. I love it. Your, your next one And has, you're feeling uncomfortable I gotta, because I gotta, you like, have to think of the N-word. I can't um, think. <laughs> what's the one with Eric Roberts and his team of karate <laughs> fighters? Oh, I gotta, I gotta set you up for that. Uh, okay, okay I gotta right. come up okay. with one that ends with a B. <laughs> Damn, we, we took so many ends out of the out of the pool so quickly. Fuck. Yeah, that's um, why this game turns into chess. Next. Okay, oh, another T. We're out of the um, ends. God, I'm, I'm, man, I'm, I'm having trouble with tea. Um, <laughs> fuck, man. Um, um, can I do a V? Is that cool? Yeah, V. It's a V. Cool. The never-ending story. You got a Y. See, that? that's a dirt. You did him wrong. I did man. dirt. Yeah, I, I want to win. You only lived twice. Can you oh, do a James Bond thing? So that's oh. a E? That's a good yeah. one. Electra. A. Alright. Um <laughs> Amadeus. Yes. Oh, um, that's a callback. Um Sandlot. T. Tomb Raider. Oh man. Rocky. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Already, you used you only live twice, don't you? Yeah. Uh. Um. Um. Can we skip? Like, if you, if you, you want to do it, if you want to skip, uh, and no, move around. Young Frankenstein. There yeah, with go. the assist. Oh, Thank you, sir. Oh, oh. I was trying to do. Damn it. Young Frankenstein. Back, back, back in the end. Another end. Back in the end. Um, if you can't, you have to drink, but, yeah. you know. I'm pretty sure it's a movie in the 80s. No Man's Land? I know it's also a Batman storyline. That's right. I mean, I, I can't refute. That's it, what I'm thinking. It really like, could be a I, movie. I, I'm pretty... No, no, no. Like, Sounds I'm, like a movie. Yeah, yeah, right? Especially in the fucking 80s. Um, you know, I'll, I'll try to come up in the middle of it. In. That's all right. We're... we're uh, next. I already called it. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah, oh, I, I fed that like, to you. Uh, I mean, it's fucking. All these I don't know why. We, 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 did, we got so many ends. Like, never back down was one of my. That's that's what I was gonna pull pull the trigger on. Uh, I love. Oh Ninja man. Scroll. Okay. I love that. Um, I showed that to my kid a couple months ago. Um, it's freaking dope. I didn't realize he was, uh, just turned fourteen. It was still slightly inappropriate. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like we're gonna fast forward this part, but he dies because of it. All right, I wanna point that out. Did you make love to the ninja girl? That is none of your concern. And Tyler's out in the. No, 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 no. Okay, no, I'll say ninja skull. Fine. You know what? With the assist. You got the assist. I didn't want to. I was trying to be good. Living daylights. I want a James Bond thing. Yes, I love James Bond. Uh, let's see. Oh man, I'm good at this game. <laughs> Six cents. I'll just keep playing with my step mom. Step mom. Oh, all right. Yeah, right in that. Susan That's Sarandon. A little, yeah, a little tugging on my heartstrings here, Dan. Yeah. Okay, because I'm looking for the end of this game. Susan Sarandon, baby. Smoking weed. Oh Why? shit. What did you just say? Uh, I'm gonna say Yentl. Oh, oh no, no, no. You're next. You're next. I'll let somebody else have Yentl. You're next. Tommy Team. boy. Huh? Tommy boy. Oh, I got a Y. Okay, uh, shit. Young Guns. Nice! Oh my god! Good fucking bolt. I am impressed, sir. Holy shit. Uh, S. Alright. Seven. Back and to the oh, end. Fuck you. Uh, and shit. Oh, I got um, one for you. No, I, uh, Never been kissed. Oh, <laughs> I can't do it. The guy, the guy uh, who's not playing, who's over here, 
with all the answers. I watch a lot of movies. It's because he didn't want to be on the podcast. That's why. Yeah. He, that's why he knows everything. Captain side sidebar over here. <laughs> Captain sidebar. Um. Knockout. Oh, that's no, K. That's a K. Um. This is mnemonics. Um. Oh my God! What was it? No, that was O. Um. Oh man. He's on ends. It's the end. I'll do not yeah. another teen not movie. Another teen God damn. Not another teen movie. That's yeah. all right. E. Yeah. E. Everybody's all American. And oh, thanks. Oh, That's a movie, right? I'm pretty sure. I think Nick Nolte's in it. Let's do it. Or no, no, it's um, Mork for Mork and oh, and uh, what's his butt? No, that was Mork and Mindy. Oh, my bad. Anyway, I see your end. And I raise you a Y with next Friday. <laughs> All right. Swap Fuck! <laughs> Young Guns 2. <laughs> Young Guns 2. Younger so Guns. No. So no. Youngest Guns. Um, orphanage. No, wait. I, I'm accepting that answer. But with the Young Guns 2, like it was a number I. two. Or you got to kind of start one that's a letter two. Uh, two Guns. Okay, Two well guns. played. That yeah. was really fast. Okay. Denzel Serpico. and Marky Mark. What was it? You could have... Serpico. You could have... Uh, oh. I could have what? Tried to get the ending of a B off of an S. Yeah. I could have. Uh, All right. Uh, Othello. <laughs> I, just, oh, I just pass it through. Oh. All right. Oh, brother, where art thou? Nice. H? U. W. Oh, it's you. It's you. 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 Oh, um, T-H-O-U. Yeah. Ult, um, We're out there. That's hard. Ult, uh, I think I Ultra Lux. Nice. Ultra Lux? No, that's a movie theater. Um, <laughs> Undercover Brother. Oh, R. Undercover Brother. All right, I love R. that movie. I fucking love that movie. Good. All right, this is the last round. Once we get okay. through this run, I'm going to call it no matter what. All right, what. cool. Uh, this is R. Right. I feel like doing Rocky 2 on you, but I'm not going to. I'm going to do... But no, that not that. I, I don't want that you could get in. Running Scared. D, huh? Oh. I'm a pastor of letters, so Die Hard. Oh. I already said it. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. You said it in the other game. <laughs> just oh, deny. you're right. I like how you right. just denied the fact. Hey, I'm, hey, I'm you're right. There's like, no global warming. <laughs> Delta Force. Oh, Ooh. nice. Um, I, was, I want to say Ocean's Eleven, but I can't. Um, um, just ended no, for Christmas. No, uh, <laughs> oh my God! A, no, I'm not right? fucking killing it. I'm not going to do an L. I'm Is not going to do L. Like all the answers. Yeah, I didn't know yours ended in E. I'm sorry. I was yeah, wasn't really paying right attention. Um, he's tripping balls. <laughs> Equalizer. Equalizer. Ooh, R. Back to the R's. Uh, racing stripes. Racing stripes. That's <laughs> funny because I worked on the trailer for that movie. Did you really? The zebra. The uh, zebra. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, so we could keep doing that. That's a, while. a great way to end it. Yeah. Gotta, gotta we, gotta we've come full game. circle. Uh, wait, wait, wait. How, how about we all have to say an in? No, 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 Just, just, just close down your picks of the week. Okay. Now we're gonna do the picks of the week. Before we go, we like to give you our personal picks of the week. Something that we are revisiting. Something current or something coming in the future or whatever else you suggest them to do. Who wants to go first? Uh, I do. I do. I watched a movie on Netflix two days ago, and I highly fucking recommend it. It's called A Christmas Horror Story. Nice. And it's a Krampus-themed kind of compendium. There's like four stories, Krampus. and it's all tied together by William Shatner, who's a <gasps> DJ on I Christmas heard about Eve. This. And he's getting drunk with, uh, and playing Christmas music all Christmas Eve, and he is the glue that ties these four kind of unrelated Krampus theme stories together. All right. And four different writers, four different characters. Oh wow. I don't I don't think so. I don't think it's, it's kind of like ABC's of Dead, story? but a Christmas horror story. Um, one of the this stories movie? came out last year, 2015. Okay. One of the stories is Santa's workshop. The elves all get infected with a zombie virus and he has to kill his way through the elves to save Christmas. I mean, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's it. It. I mean, that's 100%. one story and that's it. That and Trick or Treat, man. Those are, I love those kind of movies. 
right. Who else? Who wants to go first? Who wants to go next? I can go next. Um, let's go with literature for 800. Uh, there's a <laughs> and book. And the answer is? There's a book that uh, I recommend to people. It's, it's a very uh, kind of out-of-the-box book. It changed my life. Actually, there's two books, but it's not uh, Mein Kampf. Uh, Please don't tell me. Oh, why you gotta ruin things? <laughs> no, it's just what he does, man. It's, it's yeah. the Einstein factor. No, it's called the Einstein factor. Okay. It's called the Einstein factor. It's by a guy named the exact uh, opposite. Yeah, <laughs> Doctor Win Wenger, and uh, it's a book about accelerated learning and kind of how to hack your brain into doing things that you never thought it could do. Nice. Yeah. All right. Cool. Shit. It was deep. All right, Kyle. That's really good. Oh, God. The pressure. It could be anything at all whatsoever. What are kids reading in school right now? And Twilight. No. I, I, I bought my wife Twilight as a joke, and she ripped through all of those novels in like a, a week and a half over Christmas break. But, um, like, what have I and done? then she started bitching about how the movies weren't pure enough <laughs> to the, the original text. She was hysterical. There's a title but, um, of the other book I was going to say. There's a title. I, I could tell you what my favorite book of all time is. Do it. Okay. It's not The Hobbit. I'm sorry. It's actually literature. It's like actually John. literature. <laughs> you should have been on this episode, um, sir. Yeah, next to yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know if I want to go so highbrow here. But my favorite book of all time is 100 Years of Solitude by Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Okay. Yeah. I adore that book so much. So if you're it's into the about. magical realism, it's about a family over the span of 100 years in a single town in, uh, I want to say it's in Mexico. I, right. I might be wrong. It might be somewhere in South America. But it's the whole magical realism of Colonel Aureliano Buendia. Yeah. So That's just his books, like every, I don't know if you read his novels, but like the beginning sentence of his novels are fantastic. Like the yeah. book begins with, as Colonel Aureliano Buendia stood before the firing squad, he remembered back to the time where his father first took him to see ice. That's like Crazy. the first just sentence of you, the book. That's awesome. Yeah. Holy shit. That's solid. <laughs> yeah. I know. And then it ends with a baby being eaten by ants. So, well, of course, well, that's how there you down. have it. That's how life is, really. <laughs> right? I know. That's yeah. so what happens, you know. If, yeah. if anyone would like to read a book, I recommend that after they read The Einstein Factor yeah. well, in order to there, make time a, in their life to read a, a novel. Second, there's a second book that I... It, the two, it's weird. I'm not really a fiction reader. I'm a nonfiction guy, which I think it's because prose fucks my head up when it's in fiction realms. Uh, but there's a tie to your, your Twilight thing. There's a book by the guy who wrote Bagger Vance, Legend of Bagger Vance, oh, okay. a guy named Stephen Pressfield, and he wrote a nonfiction book called The War of Art. Sounds like The Art of War, but it's called The War of Art. And uh, in it, he basically calls, he call, it's a, it's a call to arms for people that are creators that are, they think they need to wait for a moment to do their thing, right? Yeah. Oh, I'll write that novel if I had six months. Or I'll, you know, I'll make that comic if I just had a year, or if, or if I do a Kickstarter that has this money so I yeah. can take time off of work or whatever. It's making excuses. Well, yeah. It's not excuses. It's just that you, they need a runway to take off yeah. when, when really what they need to do is build the runway themselves. Yeah. Kind of a crutch. And, and in this book, he uses Stephanie Meyer as an example because the, the lady who wrote Twilight is, was a, a stay-at-home mom, and she wrote the uh. books while she was at home uh, in little small doses. Yeah. And, and another guy, there's a, a this Christian, uh, he's a pastor and runs the EV Free Church. There's a guy named Chuck Swindoll. But he puts out a book or two a year. On Yeah, he's great. On top of his duties as the lead pastor of this, this group of churches, he writes a book and they asked him, how do you do it? And and basically what he would do is write a page a day. And those pages, uh, one page a day adds up and it only took him, it was part of his morning routine. I'll type a page. Go, yeah. Goes to work and does his thing. And uh, that book really fired me up because I, I work a nine to five. I've got a three hour commute. I've got three kids and I have several ideas and I'm like, 
what am I when am I gonna have that six months? What am I gonna have that time? Yeah. And this book is changes your mindset. All so, right. I'm definitely I wanna check out that book. Holy shit. Yeah. Alrighty, um, and I'll end the episode with, I actually have two picks of the week. Uh, yeah. One of them was going to be my definite one I thought about last week. Christmas I, Horror Story? Actually, it's a yeah, it, totally, right? Yeah, right, exactly. No, it's, it's a beautiful, book. Beautiful movie. It's, it's <laughs> a book that I've been meaning to reread because I love it so much. And uh, so I'm going to start off with one. It's uh, For the Love of Spock. The documentary about um, Leonard Nimoy's life is now on Netflix. Awesome. Which is awesome. And I've been wanting to watch it. I haven't watched it yet, so I'm going to do it soon. And then my other pick of the week is going to be Ready Player One. Uh, yes. If you have not read it. And, of yeah. course, the movie is coming out. And uh, directed by Steven Spielberg, which I hope is going to be good. I need uh, the audio book. Uh, I'm in my car three yeah. hours a day. Because yeah. somebody literally j- yesterday gave their Cliff Note version of it. You should you should drop it. Yeah. You, you give it to people because I, I I hadn't heard of it. And when they told me what it was, that sort of Willy Wonka yeah. of video games sort of... Uh, like, it's a love letter to the '80s, man. Yeah, it is a great fucking read, and it's it, it's it's easy. You, I yeah. mean, I I have severe ADHD, so it's hard for me to read anything. But that book, yeah. I, I flew through the pages. It's one awesome. of the few books that and Hobbit. But yeah, those are my two picks of the week. And uh, I guess that's the end of the episode. Thanks for tuning in. You can check out our other shows and offerings on iTunes and visit our site, thegrandgeekgathering.com. Go ahead, subscribe, rate, and review us. We love comics, questions, requests, and we're not going to say it anymore. You can contact us on our site. You don't have to say that we're not going to say it anymore. You just don't say it. And <laughs> it stops happening. Say it. To stay updated, on, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and we stream on Twitch TV. Uh, this show has been brought to you by the Grand Geek Gathering Network. Join the gathering. Have a great week. And we I keep forgetting to tell everybody don't, to do don't, this. You don't have to say that either. Just and fucking say it. Hey, wait, wait. We do GGG. Say GGG. I yeah. will. Uh, but first, follow Couch Doodles on Instagram. Yes. Oh, yeah. GGG. <laughs> oh, yeah. And also Drunken Quill on Facebook. And I went to the website, but it's not there anymore for some reason. Okay. Not my responsibility. No problem. So once the website, so check out the website and also you guys have, y'all have twi- Twitter as well. Cal, do you have anything for people to check oh, out? Oh, that's right. Oh, uh, if you're going to go to Instagram to look at Couch Doodles, you can type in Kyle Roberts underscore art and you will see my sketches Kyle as Roberts. well. Kyle Roberts. My pen currently <laughs> has boobs on it. So there will be boobs. GGG. Yeah. And uh, yeah, GGG. GGG. <laughs> <laughs>